In the next few minutes, I want to talk to you about getting assistance or help or guidance with areas where you feel stuck as a future physical therapist. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Our goal with these episodes is to give you clarity, confidence, and control over your ability to get into your dream schools as a future physical therapist. So if that's you, you are on the right podcast. And if you enjoy this episode and other episodes, be sure to share them out with other friends, other Pre-PT friends who you believe would value every single episode. We're here to help you get one step closer to your dream. And before we start this episode, we want to give you access to some of our best resources to help you get accepted into PT school despite having low GPAs, previous rejections, GRE struggles, and more. So go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com and we will take care of you from there. Have a blast listening to this particular episode. And if you enjoy it, be sure to share it out with other friends who you believe would value it as well. Before I dive in, my name is Joseph Gugge. I'm a physical therapist. I am also one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, where for years we've helped students get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. And also we help students make money while in school so that they can graduate debt-free. So I want to talk about actually getting help, like, like actual help, whether it's expert help or basic help. And I'll break it down here in just a second. But before I do that, let's start at the beginning of why a lot of us don't even ask for help in the first place. Let me ask you a question. Like, have you ever had, maybe it's right now, or maybe it's in the past. Have you had an area where you felt stuck, whether it's not knowing how to be a strong applicant, whether it's not knowing how to get a better grade in the class that you were retaking, whether it was not knowing how to navigate through the GRE, whether it was like, whatever it was, whether it's not knowing where to start, how long did you wait before you actually asked for help? Did you ask for help? Are you currently still waiting to figure it out on your own? Do you somehow feel like figuring things out on your own, I don't know, makes you like feel more confident in yourself? Does it make you feel smarter? Does it make you feel good? Like, And, and I only ask that because we, we've had a lot of students that we've worked with over the years who initially did not want to ask for help. And they're brilliant. Like they're amazing individuals. Um, and they're all either in PT school now or they're physical therapists, but they struggled with asking for help. And I'm realizing more and more that a lot of students actually struggle with asking for help. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's not you. But if that is you, the first thing I want you to understand is that actually getting help with stuff is actually a pretty smart thing to do. And the reason for that is not complicated. The reason for that is because if you're currently going through certain obstacles, and right now, for those of you that are pre-PTs, if that's classes, if that's the GRE, if that's figuring out how to find your perfect match school, if that's figuring out how to get in, even if you have, if you've had a low GPA or if you've been rejected before or whatnot, like you're not the first. Like there's been, there's been other individuals who have been in the exact same position as you, and if they figured it out, why? I mean, you could do it the hard way, but why would I want to make the exact same mistakes that someone else did when I could just learn from their mistakes? not make them and then still make my own mistakes because we all make some mistakes because we are human beings. Like mistakes will be a part of it, but why, why not learn from the mistakes of other people so that I collapse time? I do things quicker, right? If someone tells me their story of how it took them five years before they got accepted into PT school, why would I want to try to do it the way they did it? Why would I want to get rejected five years in a row before I figure out what the lesson, what the key turning point was, especially if the challenges they had match mine. So those challenges could be great. Those challenges could be, you know, standardized exams. Those challenges could be anxiety. It could like, we could go down the entire rabbit hole. So I need to 
ask myself, like, which makes more sense? <laughs> like, does it make more sense for me to do it the hard way and do it on my own and somehow, for some reason, maybe feel noble because of that? Or do I want to just be like, you know what, I'm just going to do it the smart way and actually ask for help. So that's just something I noticed a lot of students struggle with is this idea that asking for help makes them uh, feel like they're not as good as they want to feel or they're not as smart as they want to feel. Asking for help is smart. I still ask for help. Most of what we've done, most of what I've done in my career has been on the back of help. <laughs> like, and I actually prefer expert help, which I'm gonna talk about here in just a few moments, but this is huge, this is huge. So if you've taken nothing else away from this training, take away the fact that help is good. Asking for help is a smart thing to do because it allows you to collapse time and do things faster because you're not having to make mistakes that have already been made over and over again. And it's, it's, it's interesting too, because like, and we've been in this game for quite a few years and I can't tell you how many times I've had like strategy calls with a student and they're telling me the challenges they have. And then I asked them, I'm like, do you feel like you're the only one going through this? And they were like, it feels like it. And I realized that sometimes we literally feel like we're the only ones that can understand the circumstances that we're in or the situation we're in, not realizing that, nah, it's actually much more common than you realize, which, which is a good thing, by the way. Like, it's it's good that it's common. It's good that other people that have had the same challenge, because if they could do it, then why not you? Does that make sense? Now that we've established that, let's talk about basic help versus expert help and why I personally only wanted help, like I only wanted expert help throughout my student journey, but also even now, like as we're growing our businesses and our platforms, I still only want expert help. And here's why. The reason why is because basic help is costly. Does that make sense? Basic help is costly because it still comes with a lot of guesswork. So basic help for a pre-PT typically comes from places like your school advisor. And the reason why I say your school advisor is because your school advisor more than likely has never been a physical therapist. And typically they are also guiding other students that are pre-healthcare. So it's not just pre-PTs. It could be pre-dance. It could be pre-med. It could be other areas that are slightly different where the programs that those other schools are going to be, sorry, the programs that those other students would be applying to or just look for slightly different things than physical therapy school. That's not an expert guide, that, that's a basic guide, right? Some of our other basic guides are family members. So if I have a family member that I've looked up to my entire life, I, I value their opinion, I value their perspective, but when I ask them about things related to my pre-PT experience or my student journey, they're usually gonna tell me things like, have a backup plan or try this, try that. And, you know, if PT doesn't work, maybe it's not meant for you. A lot of things that show that they don't actually know how to guide you through the hardest portions of your pre-PT experience, especially if you have low grades, struggle with the GRE, if you've been rejected before. And I've seen this over and over. Like I've had students that have reached out to us after one or two years of being rejected in a row. And they're like, yeah, most of my family is telling me to pick something else, but this is what I feel called to do. So that's basic guidance. So basically I am getting guidance from people that have never been in my shoes before, have never gotten to the outcome that I'm trying to get to, and do not know the step-by-step -step blueprint of what I need to do today, this week, this month, this semester, and so on and so forth up until I get to my next immediate goal, which for some of you is getting into PT school, for others of you it's finishing PT school, for others of you it's, you know, whatever. Like, if you're not even trying to be a physical therapist, this still applies to you in the same way. That's basic guidance. It's costly because it can literally take away time. It adds a lot more stress, a lot more overwhelm. There's a lot more second guessing. There's a lot more time wasted overthinking, especially if you're a thinker. Like I'm a thinker, like I can get in my head a lot. And so I want someone that has actually been in my shoes before. That's the difference. So an expert guide, literally 
been exactly where I'm trying to go. Actually, many times they've been beyond where I'm trying to go. They're able to give me perspective and allow, and they actually help me see things that I might not even be seeing. Like they, there's always things that we don't know, we don't know. And so when you have an expert guide, they're able to show you the areas that you might, that they're basically blind spots for you, right? Um, and so they're also able to show you, okay, cool. Like here's what you do right now. Here's what you can control. Here are the realities of what you're dealing with. If you're trying to apply to PT school, here's the reality of applying to a school like that versus a school like this. Here are the realities of this strategy for studying for the GRE versus what actually works. Here's the realities of having a very low overall GPA and what you're going to have to do to become a strong applicant based off of the fears that schools have. That's the difference. Now that started as a student, but I have played to that even now as a physical therapist, as a business owner and more, because it just like, it's so much more efficient. It saves so much more time. It saves so much more money, but most of us are either doing the two things wrong. We're either having no guidance or we're having basic guidance. And that's where most students stay stuck. And that's ultimately where um, a lot of students actually end up quitting and giving up and pulling the plug because they feel like they did everything they could. But the truth is they just didn't know what they didn't know. And they were rarely getting expert guidance. And so ask yourself right now, am I getting help with the areas where I feel stuck? And am I serious about collapsing time and doing this efficiently and getting into my dream career faster and not being as stressed, not being as overwhelmed? And so if you're not getting guidance, is it time to start asking for guidance or finding someone that can guide you? And then number two, if I am getting guidance, which type of guidance makes more sense for me? Is Does it make more sense for me to listen to people around me that have never been where I'm trying to go or can't even show me? And si side note, this is a little interesting, but sometimes even a physical therapist might not be an expert guide. They might be a basic guide. So I've heard students say things like, yeah, you know, I have a, a 2.9 overall GPA. And I was talking to this other physical therapist that I'm shadowing with. They had like a 3.9, 3.9 GPA when they applied. And they told me that there's a chance I might not be able to get in because my GPA is too low. So what's happening there is yes, that person has actually gotten to the outcome you want, but they don't know the steps to get you there because they haven't been in your shoes. They haven't had the 2.9 GPA. They don't know how to navigate through that. And that's usually when we're usually falling into the trap of listening to opinions because everyone can tell you an opinion. Everyone usually sees the world through their own lens. But when you get expert guidance, it's not opinionated. Expert guidance is just built off of what actually works and what's already been proven time and time again. So you just pick. You pick which path do you want. Do you want expert guidance? Do you want basic guidance? Or do you want no guidance? I will take expert guidance all day, every day, forever. Because I will, I mean, even in my career, I'll get so much further <laughs> with expert guidance as opposed to wasting time with the first two. So I hope that was helpful. If that was valuable in terms of a wake-up call, please be sure to share this out. Share this with a friend that you believe would value this. And of course, be sure to binge on all of our other free value on this platform and on every other platform that we're on. And if you are ready for expert guidance and you want to get into physical therapy school and you do feel stuck and you don't have an expert guide, we got you. Go to www.acceptedstrategy.com, www.acceptedstrategy.com. Schedule a call with one of our team members and we will sit down with you and help you figure out where you're at, what your blind spots are, what the best game plan and strategy is for you. And of course, if we have a resource that can help you, we'd be more than happy to do so. Have an amazing rest of your day. We'll see you on the next training. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow 
and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.